On me to say welcome to Development Hell episode two. Um, so dose. Last week, I think we jumped into it so fast um, that first I should introduce myself as Spike Kittrell. To the left of a Zoom chat is whoever says Hard it first tell. is on can decide <laughs> they're on the left. Yeah. Uh, I'll be I'll I'll be on the left. Uh, I'm Kyle Anderson, a staunch leftist, and on our alt right uh, <laughs> is. I was, you're still getting into the extremely internet thing. Where you... I know. <laughs> don't don't, don't on right. the alt right me because then this podcast will get bad. It's on my alt right too, so it checks yeah. out. And all those yeah. weird posters you have in the background, you know the alt right posters. And your shirt, yeah. you're doing a lot of you're doing the OK symbol, the white power symbol, and it's a little. Our listeners are going to get thrown off. Uh, you... I, I'm not telling you to turn off the Alex Jones, but if you could mute it so that it doesn't just kind of flow into the podcast recording. Yeah, that if you could be... wash your face off like that ink, I just think it'd be better for us. We'd be more comfortable. <laughs> so say your name now that that's all been said. The man with the insinuated black face is Richard Humphrey. <laughs> I, you know, no one said that. I thought maybe you'd uh, been painting. What's um, up? I, yeah, guys, my name's Richard Humphrey. None of that was true. Or, or maybe he branded himself as a warrior, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and a man. That's And the show is called Development Hell. It's a clean edit point. You can just assume who we are. <coughs> Kyle, just cut out our intros. Um, God, this is really Richard V. Know, everybody. Jeez. For those who don't know, Development Hell is a media industry jargon for a film, video game, record album, television program, screenplay, software application, concept, or idea, concept or idea, that remains in development for an especially long time, often moving between crews, scripts, or studios, before it progresses to production, if it ever does. So, basically, stories that had a long road to the screen, and the roads, and we describe just how rough that road was so next week we'll figure out a better intro richard will do it um and uh today we are talking about alien versus predator fuck yes oh, should oh. Be, that should be the sub cult like it, it should be alien versus predator colon fuck yes all right so <laughs> best movie. best movie of 2004 or what I mean, <laughs> the best alien dude. movie of 2004 yeah, no, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is so 2004 in this fucking movie. I actually wrote that as a note um, that the cargo pant 2004 cargo pants are sure. out of control before the, they're even in space. This is like the funniest movie ever made. Yeah, when they're just like back, like like not in space, but like before they're in like the tundra or whatever, like in yep. tactical gear. Like, when he's just a geologist, he's wearing, like, the baggiest. I can't tell if anybody in this movie is in shape. I, I They're in love, a shape. I love that, that girl's haircut. That, that haircut that only existed until 2005. The, the blonde. Gets, the blonde girl gets face-huggered. 
the the girl yeah. who invents the term i'd rather have it not need it than need it not have it and then immediately fails at shooting her gun. yeah yeah no well and and she we're skipping ahead but like she is such a like we just need you to get aliened real quick well i know that um, yeah. when we, i first we, saw if that you movie. could be hot until then that'd be great get a gun in the room but like we kn- you're here for a reason I, I i saw her and i go oh that's like is that switch from the matrix and then right. boom she died just as quick as switch from the matrix it's sort of like all you know alien is such a great example of the 70s and aliens is such a and alien predator are such great 80s movies that this is so so a 2000 movie and thus it's a little lame yeah in the coolest of right. 2000 movies ways like it, yeah it it has all the charm of like uh, i don't know how there's something about when the when the predator's walking around and he's walking he's just yeah. like l- lumbering around like a power rangers villain right you're just this like is, this rips oh, kyle <laughs> you and i talked about or i think i just like text stormed you about vin diesel and how <laughs> you shouldn't shoot him in a wide shot he doesn't know how to behave in a wide shot and i think predator is like that too we're like yes! we can't show him jogging we just you have to just cut to him in the tree and and he's and predator's never allowed to lose a fight predator can't lose a fight he's always got to be a little ahead on the escape sled and never let him sled behind the wheel of a car yeah, yeah a very silent huge car so um, i mean as we know i had never taken in any uh right. predator what homework media. have you done this week i i did not get to predator but i decided to rewatch prometheus <laughs> because Wait. that sounded like a good time <laughs> well and did you, have you seen alien or aliens yes i'd seen those but not recently but okay. i'm very familiar but you with have to refresh on the movie they made after this I love Prometheus. <laughs> when I was reading all the lore, I was just like, man, I want to go back and rewatch Prometheus. But you Prometheus didn't feel at a loss. For sure. No, and, and it... Dude, it and here's what I thought. Here's what I was worried about going into this movie. I was like, I love my aliens. They're a great bad guy. I'm worried uh, I'm not going to connect with the Predator. No. Scar is predator, my boy! Are no, you Predator is... The best. They yeah. are the best. Pre- yeah, you the, go the into it. Better. Well, right, and and it's sort of the predator is like the. I think the movie that the moment that takes the first predator from good to great, and Kyle, I don't, you said you haven't seen it. I've not. Is yet. basically this dude has just taken out these soldiers, um, who are kind of more annoyed than scared. Similar to like the first Alien movies, where it's like they're just upset that they're now in a horror movie, and they're like, yeah. like, oh, all right, I gotta shoot my way out of this. And at the end, there's this standoff between Schwarzenegger and the Predator, and and the Predator basically like sizes up Schwarzenegger and is like, "You're a badass like me, so I'm gonna take all my armor off and like just we're just gonna fist fight because you seem." cool <laughs> you know <laughs> predator is such a like a uh, hunting nerd that he's like you look you're a pretty big guy you're like an arnold schwarzenegger type i should take my helmet off because that's not fair that i'm wearing a helmet now <laughs> yeah he's like you know what all's fair in fighting 
<laughs> yeah, I want to see if I can punch you to death. No fool and no tricks. <laughs> that um, and this movie is almost all those kinds of moments of like the predator being this very calculated thoughtful dude he's so like when he when he looks at waylon uh who by the way the fact that this movie does that is, is so that the cool. first time wayland is on screen as a person yes yes as far as and i they, know yeah and that's the movie that reveals it so like right. that's pretty cool <laughs> and, and he, actually like, uh i uh, android so, was made in like his image i uh i I listened to the DVD commentary and Lance Henriksen is on it and he loves everything about this movie. And he loved working with Paul W.S. Anderson. And like, it was his idea to come back. And, uh, you know, when you first see him and he's doing the hand stabbing thing on the desk. Yeah. Yeah. And aliens. Yeah. Well, uh, he does it in this too. And uh, real quick with his pen. Oh, right. Just like while he's thinking. Sure. And uh, like, Lance, that's 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 fun. Yeah, Lance goes. I don't. I think uh, if they uh, made the cyborgs after me, they'd probably also just like also take my motions too. So it's probably something I should do. <laughs> yeah, they should have my signature moves. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> and like he just like he was like I loved playing a billionaire. All the robots kiss like I kiss. They all my, kiss like I, me. My I favorite think- line. Uh, that he said in the uh, commentary was, I loved playing a billionaire. I called Bill Gates and he never answered me. I wanted to do some research, but he wouldn't answer my call. <laughs> what research were you going to get out of a call? Like, So like when you go to pyramids, how do you... <laughs> he tried to call Bill Gates about alien versus predator. <laughs> oh. Lance Henriksen seems fun. Well, he's the only, and I think this is the big pitfall of this movie, and a lot of Paul W. Anderson. He's the only one trying. He's the only one showing up to work, baby. Paul W. S. Anderson, who is not Paul Thomas Anderson or Wes Anderson, um, by any means, he's your uncle's favorite. Yeah, he's your uncle's favorite movie maker. (laughs) is the best way to put him yeah it's uh, well any his good movies i would argue are the ones that he makes with his wife who like gets him as a person but you can imagine that he directs actors like all right the camera is here do you know your lines all right great let's let's do this (laughs) no like he is not that engaged with that part of it because the casting and performances seem so in the way of what he wants to do. Uh, when you listen to the like commentary, it sounds like they had a lot of fun making this and that they actually loved each other and were engaged with each other. But there is like some producer that they hate and that they all like oh, man. say some stuff out of the side of their like mouth, like every once in a while. And then Sanaa Latham uh, starts going like, yeah. And then like uh, I was actually my pay was preset before my audition, which I thought was messed up. And Paul like fought for me to renegotiate for it because they were talking huh. about uh, because Paul was like, yeah, I wanted to pitch you for a sequel. And then she's like, it'll probably never happen after that fight we had. And then like she talked about that for a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, apparently there's like a lot of struggles with budget that came from that. But it's weird. So I I think I, I, that's that's very interesting. I <clears throat> it's funny to see that they 
came across that they were like friends and had fun because none of that chemistry no. at all came across was not Ocean's Eleven, where you're like, this was just for the cast. They, yeah, no, <laughs> this wasn't a romp. <laughs> well, and then uh, I found out like something about like uh, so Paul W S Anderson. Uh, the night before they start filming, he throws a big ass party and makes everyone get wasted together. <laughs> All right. And like, apparently, yeah, that creates that bonding experience. But I'm like, how do you not show that on screen? Because every single movie, I had no idea these actors had met each other. Yeah, like, hey, honestly, yeah. This movie could like everybody was. This, this movie could have been made on probably Zoom. shooting. Yeah. Well, yeah, this looks like the kind of movie they're probably shooting now with COVID. Of like, do they have to be here? No, it's a single. Then I don't want them there. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone seems to have been shot like Bradley Cooper in the Wet Hot Show. Of like, we could get him for a day. Let's just shoot him in singles. Um. So everyone has we, like a major like 10 minute close up too that like builds up where it's like, oh, yeah, you had like your day and then you left. <laughs> or, yeah. It, yeah. Which is sort of not the the design of the I think when we reference Alien and Predator, we're, we're mostly going to reference the first two aliens and the first Predator. But because those were the templates this movie obviously was sort of launched yeah. off of is that um those movies work because their leads are so anonymous and they don't want, they don't have time to figure out the why. Um, and so this movie is all about people who are just showing up to find out why. And I'm like, I don't need this much preamble for you to tell me that those two are going to punch each other. The, uh, this movie should have had oh. zero humans. This movie should have. This movie should have just not, been the ritual right. by itself. <laughs> I could not disagree with Spike anymore on that. I want to know all the whys. Well, I want this is your keep, Prometheus love. I want to keep. Too. Yes, I want to keep being asked. I want new questions and I want new whys. I want. Oh I want. I want I zero questions. humans and I want more aliens fighting these predators. Like because. Uh, I heard uh, Paul W. Sanders said his pitch for this movie was he had a painter paint that scene where the predators are fighting on the pyramid with all the aliens coming up. And he brought that to the office and said, this is what I want to do. Okay. I thought he went to the pitch and then he then started painting it. And it took (laughs) a couple hours like this is going to be a good painting. Don't worry. And then at the end, it was a good painting. But you're telling me that he had it painted before the pitch and brought it in (laughs) finished. Maybe gave it some time to dry. Yeah. He does it like one of those street guys with like the newspapers and like the... Right. They do like galaxies. It's a a Banksy. (laughs) Yeah. First, he painted it upside down and we couldn't tell what it was. Then he turned it upside down. Um, Sold. Sold. All right. So before we get into more into the plot, Let's speak about the development hell of Alien vs. Predator. There was the 1979 film Alien, directed by Ridley Scott, which was like a straight horror movie. Yeah. Now, what are your guys' quick thoughts on Alien? Uh, uh, Go ahead. Kyle. I have a quick thought on it. Uh, the, the script for Alien is so fucking good. Do you mean like the physical, you wanna... like the document? The, the, 
yeah. the physical document is so like well written and like punchy, especially for that time when scripts of that era are so like blocky and long and like right. I, it's just fan, it's a fantastic read even now. Um, yeah, that movie set the template and it and it gave such a a great lead mm-hmm. for that movie and subsequently for an even better second movie. <laughs> like, yeah, it's sort of legacy hurts it where. It works. It's kind of like a from dusk till dawn thing where if you can go in not expecting anybody to be the lead, then Ripley making it is so much cooler. Yes. Because totally. she is such a non-character in that movie until she's just suddenly. Whereas this movie, you're immediately aware of like, well, sh- this lead is not going to die first and will obviously be the hero. Mm hmm. Alien is sort of like that whole movie. I just always remember it in like wide shots of all of them. Richard yeah, is waging war with his, his camera. <laughs> I have it's my phone and I have no stand and everything keeps slipping. Richard, what are what are your uh, quick thoughts on on alien aliens? Um, yeah, well, and aliens too. Uh, aliens is uh, I. Th- I it, what I call the tapes, you know, like uh, one of those like nine VHSs we all like had growing up that we oh, just like sure. that wore was out. Your tapes, yeah, that was like Aliens was something that was con- that and like um the uh, like the John Goodman Flintstones, <laughs> uh, like are two <laughs> movies I watch like constantly <laughs> and sort of inform who I am as a person. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, Aliens is uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. Alien, I think I didn't understand until I like started understanding what movies were you know right yeah it's uh like as a kid i just thought it was the boring version of this awesome movie i liked yes and, uh, yeah so i mean uh, much in the same way terminator and terminator 2 could be viewed that you know what i mean like right in, in and a that's, much similar lens you know what i mean <laughs> With and Cam- cameron did similar things where it's like um, let me take this horror movie and turn it into an action movie well do of, you know the of, pitch of of aliens yeah yeah with the dollar sign yeah, yeah. <laughs> where uh he walked oh man it's so beautiful uh, i'll just say it for the pod uh so he walks into the boardroom and uh writes the word alien on the screen writes an yeah. s and then makes it a dollar sign <laughs> which i mean is fair and it did he was right well it's no like, he was solid why is Lance Henriksen Dude, so steeped with like all of these franchises though? Considering um the because James Cameron's pitch for Terminator was Lance Henriksen dressed up like a robot kicking the door down, and he was actually right. going to be the original Terminator. I mean, dude, he's just that's just his guy, man. <laughs> well, he he's one of those guys that goes through guys. Like he's like the yeah. I'll do my three with Michael Bean, my three with you know, mm-hmm. um. So yeah, I think Alien. The general consensus it seems like we agree with it too. Is that it's this? There's this great horror film, this great action film, both made by, and this is getting to my point with this movie is both made by top fifty directors ever. Like both made by auteur directors, the kinds of and they who aren't writers but can still impose such a vision on what they're doing, um, and then across about 10 years after the first alien is predator which is a straight 
action horror movie. That's a dude bro movie. You know, that's like a, that's a dad right. movie. That's um, uh, that's Commando. Uh, it's uh, it's up there as like one of those movies like, hey, mom's out for the night. Like, uh, and dad's so, like, want to so, watch yeah, the movie? Yeah, it's one of those. Is the story of Predator pretty straight? Like, this Predator is trying to kill all these guys? Or what's the deal? Arnold Schwarzenegger is the like leader of a buff dude squad who is going through yeah. uh, Central America to like Kyle. save hot. Like, on a, it's basically like Rambo. It's just some yeah. anonymous hostage... And by the time they get there, there's the predator instead, who is this invisible, advanced hunter who seems like to have a bit of a code of ethics on how it. And it's, it's definitely less stressed in that, but you see it in the end. Um, mm-hmm. But it's less of a whereas Alien is sort of just just seems angry and wants to kill. Predator seems to have like a plan. Yeah, cool. And then. um and these are two franchises that uh, just existed at two different studios and didn't talk until Predator and didn't 2. need to be franchises. It and was yeah, it weird didn't. to make an Alien sequel. And then Predator has barely scraped away with one good sequel. Like, these arguably should never have even been franchises. Yeah, it's very much so true. And it was just like... I think with Predator 2, they were sort of more like, oh, we kind of know what this is. And so they jokingly threw in a xenomorph skull in the background. That's where this all started. So Predator 2, which I've seen, I saw so long ago. And so I was so uninterested that I have barely. Bro, that's a movie that was like released in theaters with the TNT logo in the corner. (laughs) It was uh... right. Yeah, it was in the theaters. There were commercials. (laughs) <laughs> and an ad for the new show was in the corner yeah, yeah. king of queens started after the movie when yeah. <laughs> stick around after the movie um for scrubs and yeah set, set 10 years after the events of the first film in los angeles the film focuses on the predator and the efforts of a disgruntled police officer it takes place in los angeles he's like trying to become an actor he's at like auditions he's like Yep, bro, that's yeah, just one Barry, but with pr- the Predator. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Barry with the Predator. This here says the main Predator. The main Predator in Predator Two was designed to look more urban and hip than its predecessor. Dude, Design changes God. included He's tribal ornamentation on the forehead, which was made steeper and shallower, brighter skin coloration, and a greater number of fangs. So they kind of sexed him up in Predator 2. Yeah, they really made him hot. And then down the road in The Predator, dude's wearing slim fit everything. Like, that is a lean, mean Oh, predator. he's yeah, he's tactical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so in, in The Predator, that's like the recent one that came out? That's the one where we all trusted Shane Black with our with what we liked. and Well, there's also again. the one before that with Topher Grace. Which is a great movie that is a fantastic movie with perfect plotting and perfect casting it's similar to con air where it's like let's only cast actors that have terrible reputations well they like, also were just only like, cast the people who everyone thinks is a psychopath well it was also <laughs> like here's what makes it good let's remake the first one put it in space and make them all suck as people bingo 
and like the and, and with twists along the way like with mm-hmm. actually interesting plotting and it had that thing of um the way that people think michael bay made those the ninja turtle movies robert rodriguez's name was attached to that everywhere so a lot of people think mm-hmm. he made it and i think he just like it was one of those where he's friends with the director and just got him the gig yeah it's uh, well um because uh he owns the producing house that uh right. put it out uh, it, yeah and uh, i think robert rodriguez actually did a treatment on the script um of this movie uh no uh not of this movie. no of uh, of no. predators i went to oh. The Predator's Wikipedia page and some not great photos right at the front. So let's just head to the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, the director of Predator's name, I knew this was worth finding, is Nimrod Antle. No, no, that's like one of the. That's like an Alex Smithy, like a pseudonym that you go right. under to release. He's actually like a. No, he's actually like a three-armed weasel. It's crazy. Yes. No, that's no, is the, name... the one that was like, let's sex him up with some more fangs. No, because this guy went on to make like Metallica documentaries. <laughs> like he, he's like the kind of guy who only screams his direction. <laughs> Well, I think um, it's that um, it, it's that uh, um, like Robert Rodriguez probably sort of like worked partway on it, like in that way, and then like gave it to him, sort of the way they think sure. uh, Mystery Men, uh, the uh, Ben Stiller movie, is like a, a Tim Burton movie. But they uh, oh, I didn't know that. But uh, it's directed by some dude named Kinka Usher, who did literally nothing else but music videos after that. And it's just like these. Hey, like, man, that's <laughs> a, that's the living. And yet, it's these early two thousands movies that are like wild that then have a weird person's name on them, you know? Right. And this is another one where it's so shocking. So Predator was directed by John McTiernan, who is sort of the like author of eighties action. He made Die Hard, um, uh, Hunt for Red October, Last Action Hero. So he basically he was he really was, good at that eighties, like that bloody sweaty look on a guy, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, where they're all muscled out and they're holding the gun and they're bloody sweaty. That was, that was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was good at filming testosterone, like real good, you know, yeah. it's sort of like the, uh, the, the fast and furious franchise turned back on when they were like, let's make them like John McTiernan movies. Let's just yeah. embrace that. These are buff guys. Which um, um uh, and, and even Ludacris can fight. Like just let's yeah. like fuck it. Just <laughs> violence. Did you guys uh, hear the news? Michelle Rodriguez said they're going to space. I did. God, if you don't think they're gonna drive a satellite, like they will drive a satellite, and I'm here for it. like they, you know that Tesla car is up there. They're gonna get their hands on it. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So. Uh, so these three iconic movies are directed by Ridley Scott, James Cameron, and John McTiernan. And through all of this development hell we'll go through, the crossover is handled by Paul W.S. Anderson, who I feel like is on a lot of lists of worst direct. And I'm not agreeing, but he has definitely like made a lot of the worst movies ever made. I think as technology got better, uh, his ability to make a movie look good got worse. 
because like it it's, just it gets yeah. bad you know it's like I, he was good when stuff had to be practical like uh this movie is 70 percent practical dude the stuff that's the, practical in this movie the looks queen amazing. is unreal the queen is fucking incredible the the worst effect in this movie is early early on when the invisible predator stabs yeah. that guy through the stomach and it's like the invisible fang with blood on it like none of the effects are real and it just looks that's like a um, playstation graphics but that, uh, that was like, there because that's a direct shot from the comic book like it's something fine. you said a lot, and i'm like that can't be a justification for something that's, that's a, bad no no I, I didn't justify i just mean like that's like a lot of this imagery that's uh, in this movie is just straight from that comic book like they spent a lot of time not doing much research you know so talk <laughs> about the comic book um so uh, well first off so you know the other half of the people that wrote this script were the original uh writers of alien yeah so dan o'bannon yeah and um ronald shusset yeah. which is crazy because there feels like there's so little lore about the aliens in this well, well, then, so but again, the original about... alien has no interest in lore right and i mean this one doesn't really i for the aliens doesn't really either i mean does it give you any alien lore really right uh, yeah no i mean it does in terms of it sort of recontextualizes them as like sport prey for the predators but it doesn't give yeah you're right it's this is definitely much more of explaining the predators yeah um yeah. i think if you had made this uh just a predator movie and then you walk in and you're like what the fuck is all these aliens doing here this movie would have made billions of dollars right but would a movie called predator 3 even with that secret have made any money uh it's three weeks in because that was back when movies did that you know when, oh uh, sure where you yeah. had to hear from your friend about a thing yeah, like uh, when like movies had staying power for six months because people were like, oh, yeah, I keep hearing this is good. And people kept going, you know, when like uh, right. now it's you have to see a movie that weekend. Otherwise, you're not caught up to the movie that comes out the weekend. After. Yeah, has, a meme has, might ruin it. Has any franchise ever successfully pulled off in a movie a, a crossover like that without it being like what they stamp on the front of the box? Because that'd be so cool. And I feel like it's been done in TV. Split was you know the I mean? only one that like. Split, yeah. Split, Split but that is not. But Split is still its own property against itself. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's like none of this was pre-existing. This only matters because the first two movies. It still feels just like a third movie, not a part one Class. meets part two. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's. I know what you mean. I mean, interestingly, Civil War is definitely a versus movie without the word versus. True. It's yeah. it it calls itself a Captain America movie. Um, yeah, which which Richard and I were actually just talking about the other day. I kind of just consider that another Avengers movie, honestly. Yeah, for yeah, real. it's the worst Avengers movie is how you can just yeah. call it. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, though, um, I love that movie because it's good to put on at like. 1 a.m. and you go all right i'm gonna start it from black panther like running on the highway and just keep watching right well we and, should, i mean it's but that's also that the the marvel ideal 
is yep. that you just get so familiar and comfortable with it that it's just on during chores. But that's like uh, yeah. I wanted to yeah. I wanted to mention that because uh, that's what the Alien movie is for Paul W S Anderson. He said, uh, "Is that just the, his jam?" He said, "Like yeah, my two a.m. movie, my favorite thing to watch is I'll put on Alien." Yeah, well, you can tell he loves that fucking close up snarl shot of the alien because he does it like five times. Yo, you guys want to know <laughs> crazy stuff about those aliens? All right, so. Uh, uh, there's two different types of goo, right? There's like uh, what they call the super slime, which is that big, like the stuff that sprays everywhere, the acid stuff. And then there's yeah. the, then there's what they put on the outside of the helmet to make it shiny, which is just KY jelly. Sure. Uh-huh. And, um, so they filmed everything in Prague and uh, they were trying to get like, they, they needed like lots of KY jelly, obviously. And so they were yeah. using like the Prague equivalent and apparently it just wasn't cutting it. So they had to ship in like tons and tons of KY <laughs> <laughs> and it kept getting seized by like British customs. <laughs> they thought they were making porn in Prague, but everything else like the alien heads and like bloody parts were going through just fine. But it was just the KY <laughs> that was getting stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that's great no i uh I, I i like that's the thing is like the aliens still look they look great i mean when they're not you know i i feel like that's also you don't you don't shoot vin diesel a predator or an alien in a wide shot you don't no. need to they shot. unless you have the only time to do a wide shot of the aliens is like in alien 2 when he goes up in the vent there's like all the fuck right it's for scale when it's like when there's a ton of them and you're like oh fuck like that's the only time to show although the queen falling into a water tower yeah no no the queen the queen was great because they put in like the work to make it like this crazy like when the queen is standing there and homegirl has the spear i'm like (laughs) dude what are you doing (laughs) oh here's the thing that big animatronic, you know, obviously all animatronics have limits, uh, like where each thing can move. They forgot to program a limit for the inner mouth. And so everyone was chilling and the inner mouth just shot out and busted all the front teeth. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Without the outer mouth. Going yeah, without the outer mouth opening. <laughs> and so it's like, Psh! and so uh, like Paul W.S. Anderson's like laughing. Like, he's like, oh, that's crazy. And then he sees, like, all the PAs and everyone's scrambling. And he's like, what's going on? He's like, well, we got to find the teeth. And he's like, you guys are right. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> they and, and can't like, take it to an animatronic alien queen dentist. He was like, oh, you guys, don't, <laughs> you guys didn't make replacements? And they go, no. And they had to halt production for, like, four weeks. Oh, while, like, new God. translucent Just teeth shoot other shots they they have to they need the tooth shot to get move forward this but was I supposed mean, to be the week we shot his mouth well it was <laughs> because the next plan thing i guess was uh they explode the rest of the set sure yeah it's tough to you don't need the <laughs> alien for that they, did, they weren't gonna blow up the animatronic with that no but like that i That's... guess that was Apparently that was the day also the producers visited was the day the explosion happened. And the, the, sure. they were like, what, what are you doing? Oh. Like, so, Don't worry, they're on the sled. Before. <laughs> oh, the, we're going to get, we'll get to the sled. 
That, I think, the sled is everything that works and doesn't work about this movie. Bro, this is a perfect 30 degree angle. What so more before 20th Century Fox uh, made this movie, uh, James Cameron was working on a fifth alien movie. And now people are still working. If a fifth alien movie ever happens, it's an obvious episode of this show because they were on such a good streak of them until they couldn't figure out how to do more. Dude, any movie, Dave, like any movie that that fucking James Cameron makes from this point forward is an episode of this show. Sure, because for some reason he still has to convince people his ideas are good. He can't make a movie in less than like eight years from concept to execution. Like he can't do it. He needs a divorce per movie. Um, he only has so many kids he can stop talking to. He can't make that many movies that quickly. So Ridley Scott separately went on to make Prometheus um, like eight years after this movie and mm-hmm. Covenant. Um, but sh- you, as you said, he shits on that. He doesn't like this movie. Bro, I don't know how you could. Ridley hates this movie, but James like... Cameron was like top three aliens. Which in two thousand four is not a crazy take. He's like he's like he's like top three alien movies, bro. I love Alien versus Predator. I I am with him, bro. This movie right. is a fun fucking romp. I don't but you know can how see you could how write Prometheus and not love the the jerking off that this movie does to itself. So right. Well and Prometheus was sort of developed as a non alien script until right at the last minute. It was. Yeah. Well, I mean, I uh, wait, really? Yeah. That's what I heard is that, that Prometheus was this movie that Ridley Scott wasn't sure if it needed alien to be in it. Now, obviously Prometheus has the whole thing of they find the eggs, they get the face hugger, they get alien to like, you know, but, uh, yeah, but from what I understand, kind of yeah, and I don't think there's a xenomorph until the like last shot of Prometheus. Yeah, well, um, that's not even technically a xenomorph from yeah. the research that I did. It's not right. because it's it, like, didn't, it didn't come. What from is it called? Like a human or something like that? Like because it's a, it, it's it's a deacon. So they're so the deacons are actually they're also in a comic that does also have an appearance with a predator. <laughs> Dude, so let me list off. So Alien vs. Predator, the comic book, like uh, Spike's original question. I'm going to read you the broad stroke summary from Wikipedia. Spike is losing it or he's frozen. I can't tell. No, I am not frozen. Oh, no, he's not frozen. He was just losing it that deeply. so annoyed with answers to questions. (laughs) I think that Alien is so scary because we have no fucking clue what's going on. And Prometheus is like the back of the textbook that gives you way more than you need and is, (laughs) is just so like, and you know what? These characters are gods. (laughs) Like it's only addition is let me, let me make everything from the first alien, not as scary. And also these other characters created, everything i no yeah i think it's wild well, bro who created them bro it's like the questions the movie like asks with its hands out no i, I, <laughs> right. I, I with I, its hands out it's also saying 
Don't worry, we'll answer that too. <laughs> we I, don't like ambiguity. <laughs> I'm interested. We don't in want everything. you to be confused in your car on the way home. We <laughs> know you know. Is your problem with Prometheus that it gives too much clear information? Clear yes. and concise. It's not because that it gets it it's not just to. No, like, I agree. I, no, that's but it's valid. That it does. I like that it does. <laughs> I think if that movie was pitched more as like, hey guys, this is like an addition to the alien franchise, you don't have to like commit it to memory. But they like drive home like, no, this is alien, and this is why you have to love alien now. Because of this god complex a robot has. But that's Alien Covenant. But, right, I have to inherit yeah. this new fucker's baggage while he ruins Alien? <laughs> yeah, like, I love no, I, that I movie, don't even like his character. character. It's just like being... yeah, And you that's just fine, like, like... Then read a Wikipedia page. Speaking I of, do that as well. <laughs> speaking of Wikipedia pages, you guys want to hear about the Aliens vs. Predator comic? I got the anger sweats. He's, 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 Wait, so do you you don't like Prometheus? I like Prometheus until it's alien. Like I like Prometheus as its own thing. I think that retroactively, and I'm not this. I don't sort of subscribe to that thing of like, oh, this thing has retroactively ruined my childhood or whatever. Uh, I think everything can stand on its own, but Prometheus posits that I want answers out of Alien. Whereas I think what is the brilliant sure. part of Alien is that it doesn't, it's not interested in answers because there's no time. These characters want to go back to sleep. They want raises and that's it. They don't, and none of them know how to transcribe ancient texts. You know, they're on, they're kind of stupid. They're like, you know, you got like Harry Dean Stanton and Yafet Koto are just like, we're going to get bonuses because we're in a horror movie now, right? We'll see. We'll see. I I do. I like that kind of movie, but I also like this kind of movie where somebody this walks being... through a cave with a light going, it's a ritual. They do this for their kin. Which And that is the only, <laughs> for like 10 years, that was the accent saying that exposition. Yeah. Because like because every... of Steven Summers' mummy movies. <laughs> oh sure. And no no, but but Prometheus is kind of the ultimate like it's a ship. It must have been used for flying. <laughs> oh my god. Around. When they are showing them the very first scene where Wayland, who's presenting them, is behind them and they are <laughs> turning around to talk to him, he goes Look at this picture of a pyramid. And then a guy quickly stands up and goes, it's a pyramid. <laughs> I think people made it. Just like the ones that my mama used to make. Yeah. <laughs> I bet the princess of Peach is in there. You know, if Bill Gates had answered the phone, that scene would have went different. Because he would have known I, how to yes, act like he a billionaire. Was, he had no idea what he was doing in that scene because Bill Gates didn't tell him what to do. That guy is maybe the worst of the cast. Oh, the Raul? Italian. The Italian it... info dump guy. Yeah, is the Italian. Now that the plot needs me to, I finally understand enough for a flashback. So <laughs> that scene in the, uh, in been the in commentary. We've been in this room for 20 minutes, and now I know what all this shit means. 
<laughs> so not late them in the commentary goes kind of funny that he just automatically knows all that do people read hieroglyphs like that <laughs> yeah i don't think people read hieroglyphs like the way that any of these people are reading hieroglyphs but i i appreciate the movie for being like fuck it we're getting it we're trying to get well, through this and it's that thing and, and maybe there's a way to you know one-to-one translate it or whatever but it seems that they hired him like so you know all the languages and he's like yeah and they're like do you know fake alien languages and he's like i could figure it out i bet by <laughs> two i'll have it down yeah, it's because and um, i'll know the word for you know predator sacrifice <laughs> yeah that's yeah, i'll know the word for october and yeah. bomb yeah um, <laughs> it's supposed to be that that language is a mix of all languages right because that pyramid is like uh is a mix of every single type of ancient pyramid but if that is true yeah. i want to see him in the corner of every scene writing stuff down and figuring that out yeah the three cultures that oh oh you don't like the, the info in prometheus but you want to watch this man figure out glyphs it's aztec <laughs> egypt and Taiwan, you know, that is a fair right? point. those are the only three <laughs> cultures they're like it's all the cultures Taiwan, <laughs> yeah, his text and, and the Bronx, and that's it. <laughs> Tucson. <laughs> it's, There's it's just Tucson. random like le- like English letters on the walls. It's it's, it's very uh, it's very interesting. I I will say that first we we spoke about it a little bit. Well, okay. In in defense of why I like prometheus i i don't think prometheus does anything to hurt alien movies because it is so retroactively added it's like the minions being added like it almost doesn't affect the others and especially the way that they made the deacon like you're like oh you can see it makes these things maybe it didn't make this one this way maybe but it kind of gives like a rough reasoning for why there is these entities out in this world which isn't a question anybody wondered in a movie about aliens like it's it's very weird to make like a uh like (laughs) independence day requiem and it's you're learning like what made the independence day aliens yeah and you're like this is weird but i I don't mind that because it's a very it's still a fun Kyle, it's like just that it's Ridley Scott. It's that it's the yeah. same guy. Yeah. Like, how do you bring completely different philosophies to the exact same thing? But this is something that Ridley Scott has almost turned into a joke of himself at this point, where he's like desperate to make this alien franchise happen again. But it's like, you left 30 years ago. You can't be like, oh, and I'd like to write all the rules now. Hey, uh, <laughs> like, I'd like to, one more thing. Here's the entire history of all of this. Hey, what if big old Dr. Manhattan, like albino boys, ate cake and died and made <laughs> aliens? Hey, so like, <laughs> what's with Alien Covenant just being aliens? Like, even like the way right. she fights the queen at the end, too. It's just like aliens. And now it's- he says he's he's working on a third one that will have nothing to do with prometheus or covenant and it's like what are you doing like make this, this, this make a just different making... movie yeah i know yeah. uh i don't know i mean i, I... can i Ridley can Scott... i just say can we just tie it back to the first to to, to to this movie yeah in 
in the alien and the predatorness. I, one of my notes I made here is that I love that first fight with the with the alien that that wipes out the two predators, the the, the alien that gets netted, which is a cool visual way that to was, um, show that alien different yeah. than the others. Yeah, that was like Paul W S Anderson trying to show who the alpha was and stuff. He said that was like super important. Like, sure, that's cool. Uh, that was a good that was a good way to do that. Um, and it looks cool. It's very mid two thousands. I love that fight. So when there's a point in that fight where they're picking up Waylon and they're like, come on, Waylon, we got to go. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I want to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's it, it that's a, that's one of those great predator moments where he picks up Wayland and is like, I'd be a fucking asshole to kill you. So I got to sit you back down. That's the best. That moment. And then uh, that actor plays it so well. With that, with that quick draw flamethrower. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, Waylon. My favorite thing about Waylon is how much my boy be hitting the vape pen. <laughs> Waylon be choking on the vape pen like a motherfucker. Dude. Every time Waylon be getting high, I be getting high, and I'm like, my boy Waylon. So, uh, Lance Henderson goes. Yeah, I uh, I got off the plane when we got to Prague, and I had a cold, and it didn't stop the whole time we were filming. So uh, that's why I do that. Oh wow! I, I mean, he's like he's like the cops for real. Still, the only actor who seems there. He it's just because he's on board, and everyone else just kind of is collecting a check. I guess, yeah. You know, you know it's like a. He, from the way he talks, he genuinely loves being in all of these things. You know. And he was even at the end credits during the thing. He was like, all right, so the pitch for the second one is uh, you cut to the ship and they're rebuilding me as a robot, right? Sure. Well, <laughs> and and like, so, He just like wants to be in this shit. Right. And again, like he might that. he might be the actor that Paul W.S. Anderson is just most engaged with and excited to be with. Yeah. True. I mean, I would be too. I think that are, if it's not like, like the girl from Love and Basketball, like who else do you care about? Well, that's the thing is it's like if it's not his wife or someone he's like a hero of his, he might not want to deal with you. Do y'all know the? <laughs> do y'all know his new movie he's doing? No, uh, it's a Monster Hunter based off the video game. And what a, uh, he's such a weird guy. And he's doing it because Mila Jovovich loves that game, and like the character she's playing is her character that she made in the game. Right. He seems like if like if Yue Bull was like a creative skater in Tony Hawk, like he's just like a bro of a bad movie maker. So, okay, so this movie, you have these two crazy how does this movie get closer to the finish line how does it get actually get made it, it seems that um it, it was sort of like is cameron or ridley scott gonna make another alien predator i don't think was was no one wanted to deal with it um and eventually it was um paul ws anderson being such a nerd of those movies and the comics and just showed up with this script he'd been working on like forever i think it was sort of this thing where paul anderson showed up to hollywood and as he made all these movies he had that in his back pocket like let me throw this out once i think i can get a yes well he he got a blank check pretty much uh when event horizon got made 
you know like uh because that's a movie i've never seen but like is like heralded as like great i don't know um but sure, like but I, this does follow resident evil yeah and that's my thing is then he sort of just like goes all right cool I'm did resident evil make money though yeah they it made did. seven of those yeah, the, yeah. The, so it's like that's yeah. solid. Well, I think yeah, for sure, and it's it I was the he, first time a video game movie kind of worked. No, and I think uh, I think he asked for Alien probably, and they were like, "You can get a smaller franchise." Right. Yeah, and then and then he and goes, it, "All right, Resident Evil," and then he carried Resident Evil all the way to its grave. And that was sure. like and and three I and a half think, years ago. Right, which I will, I think this is this could be considered a hot take. Is that the last Resident Evil is unbelievable? Is so good. It's somehow those movies went steampunk when the games never went steampunk. Sure, but the seventh, the last one goes like Mad Max. Yeah, and uh, it could be that when I saw it, I saw it at I saw in Vegas at the Red Rock in the last theater in the hallway, which is like the size of me. And yeah, I know, it I know that the theater. Loudest. I saw Peanut Butter Falcon there. It seems like they turned it up and glued the knob to 10. It could, It was the loudest I'd ever seen a movie. <laughs> and it could be that the whole movie just sort of held me hostage and screamed at me. But I, I, the, I mean, he's what? good no, when I... he's really, really engaged with something. What the fuck is that uh, that Three Musketeers movie he made though? I think it's this thing about the Three Musketeers. It, that movie is. Have you guys seen that movie? No. It is insane. Like it has like flying ships and shit. Like he made like a steampunk uh, like Three Musketeers, and he sort of was like, "What if I took my Resident Evil aesthetic and make it Three Musketeers?" Whoa! With Logan Lerman. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. Luke Evans, Mia Jovovich. Oh man, I was hoping for all alliterative names. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McFadden, McFadden, okay. uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Do we have one more? Apparently, James Corden is in this thing. Freddie Fox. There we go, Freddie Fox. All right, and that's the end of alliteration. But it seems like a weird cast. Is it? Have you? Is not, none of us seen it? I um uh, that movie was on in the break room when I worked at Target, but that's the most I've ever seen of it. <laughs> I, that's the, that's, I think that's the way he wanted it to be seen. All I saw was this like crazy ass fight in like a market, and it wasn't good. And I was like, ah, I, this guy's done. And then I was back in when he made another Resident Evil. Yeah, that's what I would assume the whole <laughs> movie is: is just kind of a fight in the market, like a gen, a very loud disagreement. Well, it, it it feels like every like director kind of tries to. Well, for a while there was like a bunch of directors trying to make musketeer movies. Because there was like sure. Man in the Iron Mask was like that uh, that sequel to The Musketeers, and then um, the, there was The Musketeer directed by Ang Lee. But that's the sort of the just everyone chasing public domain. Yeah, that's true. It's the the Peter. That's Pan the kind thing. of King Arthur or Peter yeah. Pan. Um, so what, what, I'm going to read this off of Wikipedia. So again, this is not the best source, but. Um, Early reports claim the story was about humans who tried to lure predators with alien eggs, although the idea was scrapped. Influenced by the work of Eric von Doniken, I believe, is that, a, is that a painter? I think this is what you're talking about with his pitch. Anderson researched his theories on how he believed early civilizations were able to construct massive pyramids with the help of aliens, an idea long debunked and based on misinterpretations of Aztec mythology. 
Yeah, uh, Anderson like... wove these ideas into AVP, describing a scenario in which predators taught ancient humans to build pyramids and used Earth. Now, that's that's something that I actually did read a little bit about accidentally. Sure. Was that they literally like kind of like like basically what you just said, like lucked into <laughs> to that, so to speak. Right. Where yeah. they're like, this could work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, it worked. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, I want to read you guys uh, some of the other crossovers in the AVP universe that have happened in the comic books. Oh, sure. Because they've done multiple Vs. Dude, it's been running. Wait, so it'll be Alien versus Predator versus another franchise. Yeah, yeah. dog. Okay, can I? Before hearing any of these, can I pitch out some of my my top picks? Yes, do it. Alien versus Predator versus the Lorax. Whoa! <laughs> he speaks for the trees, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't want to see a xenomorph go up against the Onceler, <laughs> you're fucking with joking yourself. No, okay. Let me hear some of these. What are what are what are some of the other ones? So these are ones that, that are made in the comics. Yeah, and so uh, two thousand, they uh, they sort of like brought it back and started doing that a lot more. That was like you know four years before the movie, obviously. But um, so there was aliens versus predator versus the terminator. Okay, right. It seems like a natural. That's sort of bit. yeah. You guys want to hear yeah. the summary for that one? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, um. Yeah, that's a that's a long ass summary. I'm not reading. Yeah, is, that. It, are, is it is it like a T two? Uh, it, and do it, like are they teenagers? Are they full grown predators? What are we dealing with here? Uh, it's definitely full grown predators. So that uh, the fact that these are young predators, though, in the in AVP the movie was actually like a big part of the script. But they decided to take it dude, out because they thought it was too much dude. of a joke to say. So these are teenagers, right? Scar. Well, they have that in the fucking movie. They say that line. These are teenagers. Um, but I love that Scar asked her to be his warrior girlfriend, and she totally said yes. Yes. It's the, the, the Schwarzenegger thing of like, you're cool. You should. We should be friends. Yeah, I love that, dude. I mean, he knew she was cool when he made her the fucking. Oh, when he's also, like, look, acid, it, it hurts the ground. It doesn't hurt this. So hold this. Dude, okay, so I I started playing Fallout seventy six, uh, and I I met this very uh, nice Japanese man named Summoner, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like a Japanese like YouTuber, and we would communicate, and the our communication reminded me of the protagonist and Scar uh, in this movie, <laughs> just. Along for the ride with a okay. psycho. So, Just along for the ride with a with somebody that I could barely, like someone so <laughs> leagues ahead of me. Oh, that, sure. Like I, I show no, it, I show well, a shred of promise, and he's like, sort of "Come on, kid." Vibe of that where he's like, "It seems like you kind of killed this alien, so you got to keep. I'm gonna run a lot, so you got to keep up." But yeah, you you're cool. I'm gonna give you a stick. Maybe later I'm gonna fuck up your face. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I kind of like that. I feel like giving, like you have to have a couple of humans in this movie, obviously, because a couple people need to die, right? And a couple, and I feel like you need the predator to 
like you were saying with this Arnold Schwarzenegger thing with that moment where he gives her like the shield and the spear like you need these moments where the predator like shows decency and it's it, interestingly it's kind of the predator like saving the cat in a way <laughs> you know what I mean of like him almost being like yeah like sure. taking pity on like this this creature that he could kill her so easily once she like oh and this is this, this is great. the sort of a, like action appeal of the predator that he is aware socially, you know, that he's got, he's taking the temperature of the room and and he's aware of every people or all the people. That's sort of what's scary about him is that he has, he's calculated and has a plan and is sort of ready for kind of anything. And I, and I guess if you really think about like Scar asking her to be his warrior girlfriend, <laughs> you could really look at this kind of as like a romantic comedy. Like oh, they kind of meet cute for cute. sure. It's, it's a meet cute. They're for bumbling. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They screw up his whole coronation ceremony. He doesn't know what she to gives say. him the gun back. Yeah, he doesn't know what to say. Yeah, you know, in the they end, share a sled. Yeah, and then his family finally accepts, you know, her, even though he's gone, and gives her another stick. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I think, and I think basically a rom com. No, it's it's beautiful. AVP, AVP, VT, uh, fucks guys. Um, <laughs> I just, just like go through a whole journey. Yeah, so um, it's about like a crew that's guarding a like super soldier robot, which is a Terminator. Uh, they call it like oh, a wow. uh, called like a like a cyber Terminator that like exists in space. And it fights a predator. A cyber terminator. So this one's a robot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a robot robot. What yeah. if a terminator was was a robot? a robot? No, no, no. It's wait, they're called crypto terminators. They're frozen Ooh. uh indefinitely until a time that technology But you gotta invest in crypto terminators early yeah. <laughs> and hold on to them. Hold all, hold all your terminators. Yes. And um, so it gets caught up. It gets frozen on a ship that has uh, like alien eggs on it, chest bursters, and that's where the predator gets in. And so it's just a three way battle between them. And Ripley is actually there. It's like Ripley's first job before she got to the Nostromo. Wait, so we're po- this posits that before she encountered an alien, she encountered alien a Terminator, and a, a Terminator, predator, and yeah. an alien. Yeah, dog. And then she was <laughs> the like. Minute. It's the a men in black. It's, we're also there, and they nah, flashed it's, her. It's the, oh, she okay. doesn't remember. Okay. No, guys, dude, it's the, uh, it's the it's the Ripley clone from like the third Alien. Great. That's even that's even worse. worse. So yeah. it's not the Ripley from that I like. It's not the Terminator that I like, and it's probably some boring ass Alien and Predator that I don't know. Sounds like it fucks right. Yeah. <laughs> How about Batman and Superman versus Aliens and Predator? I mean, Is Superman's team? got this. How does this... <laughs> you said versus Alien and Predator. So is this a two-on-two? That's, that's what it says, man. Well, all right. If this, if this xenomorph is not infused with kryptonite, it's fucked. Right. Well, Batman has never had less to offer. It looks like... <laughs> It, lo- it looks like Batman is arrested by two predators and taken back to the predator planet. All right. Okay. <laughs> like what? Okay. What? What? Why, what is the predator though? like? Does the predator just go? You know what? I'm not killing you, but I. We gotta talk. 
I gotta. Uh, you're under arrest. Bring you One's in. allowed to to dress like a bat on our planet. You look silly. <laughs> <laughs> they arrest him for bad fashion. They're like, "Where's your dreadlocks? Where's Have your some respect for yourself. <laughs> you got no knife sticks. Where are your knife sticks? And and, and they do you w- even. Your your shuriken only has two blades. My Why shuriken has like forty blades. Face? Why is there no cut on your face? You never killed nobody. <laughs> they, they arrested him for man killing, <laughs> <laughs> which is illegal on the predator planet. <laughs> they they worship Superman as a god, so they're well, human. yeah. Just the like predators that. do? Yes. That's that. Now, you want to talk about something that hurts lore. Right. Like one decision that hurts lore. Yeah, no, The I fact know. that the predators worship Superman. Well, it is... just shows that the predators are super basic. They're like, I think there's a Jesus metaphor with this guy. I think he's like a god. <laughs> like, that's a crazy opinion about this person. What if they made a comic called The Death and Return? Oh, that'd be cool. Let's arrest his friend and see what happens. <laughs> Let's arrest his buddy. That's when you find his out the alien queen's name is Martha. Um, so then there's also Predator versus Judge Dredd versus Aliens. Okay. I mean, again, what fight is a cop going to put up? <laughs> Honestly, not a All cop, right. a judge. But, um, yeah. Sure. The, those are... I'm upset. <laughs> but he has the move set of a cop. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a judge no... skin over a cop move set. There's, yeah, it's a, there's it's a no buff judge. judge. Like, I'm not familiar with Judge Dredd. Does he have extensive judging power? Yes. No, he seems to be most no, he seems to be mostly a cop who has is just allowed to decide stuff. Yeah, he sentences on the street, and it's where every cop think they got their job from. <laughs> It's like strangely the most relevant movie ever made right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, is that it? I feel like Alien and Predator are just fucking with people left and right. Yeah, they, it feels like this whole uh, thing is just a dumping ground to make action figures is what I'm saying. Well, and I think that's what this movie kind of feels like, which is like the ultimate. It's like if a really cool director got to play with action figures like it is not a great and this is i think can wrap up towards the end of our development thing here is that it's not a great merging of the two franchises but it is a great meeting of the characters like this seems to have no interest in the tones or philosophies in the the solo movies but it's it's the ultimate what would happen if these two fought which if you look at something like and i and I think the lore is kind of indicative of that because the lore is more more worried about getting them in the same place at the same time. Yes. Then it is really explaining anything concrete. Like you don't really learn anything more about them other than this manhood ceremony that they have. Right. Yeah, but it like, also the lore tells you they've already been in the same room. Like sure, I don't need times. 45 fucking minutes of this. Just have them both. Have them the ships running to each other in space and they land mm-hmm. near each other. Dude, that's my thing. Take out the humans. Make this whole thing just about the ritual. Just give me like a full two-hour movie of like just three predators going down into a pyramid and fighting aliens. 
I'd watch. I mean, that. well, that's just not uh, gonna work. Uh, honestly, honestly, if this whole movie was just Waylon and he was like, "I want one skilled bodyguard with me," right? And it was Waylon and the girl, and she got to be a more developed character, and he was still bringing it. I think the movie could have been even better. But you need all sure. these other people to get picked off well, and to have their yeah, chest yeah. burst that's out. The thing and, about Alien know, so is that like, you need one person just to create an alien. Like one person has to die, and they're not even gonna see a xenomorph. Yeah, they're it, right. It's so you just, need kind of two batches of people, the people yeah. that get chest bursted and then the people that deal with the xenomorphs that come out. That's true. It's kind of cool that both that there are three predators and six aliens and you're thinking this is doable. And then two predators just get wiped out. Well, the budget. Yeah, those two predators were scrubs, bro. Oh, man. They um... bro, scrub, which is cool, is a dope, a legitimately again off tone of alien and i'm sure off tone of predator too but for the other predator to just like come in like a badass and just be like all right i'm good now <laughs> like well that's that, that, that is sort of on brand with the that's the thing about predator is it's like this guy now seems so much more in control that he didn't sweat dealing with what these two little nothings got eaten up by mm-hmm um, and then there's still five aliens left. And you kind of know something's got to happen with the queen. So um, the budget only allowed, like, expense-wise for them to have three predators because it's very hard to find seven-foot-tall dudes. Sure. I mean, weren't and there, like, four predators carrying one of the predators? It's, uh, well, like, at the give end, Give them a yeah, couple more days. But it was, like, through the whole movie, the producers were like, we'll give you three. Sure. And uh, it, a lot of the other things, because uh, there was actually only two dudes that were like tall enough, and the rest are force perspective. Interesting, because it was the same guy in the first two Predators. Like they, uh, it was um, Kevin something. It's uh, and right. there was a uh, it, there, Kevin there's this, can wait. Yeah. It, <laughs> Good God! All right, log <laughs> off. Is this the, uh, did we bring up Kevin can wait last time too? This is the Kevin can wait podcast. What are you talking I feel about? Like... We're sponsored by Kevin can wait. Honestly, that might've been the post show. <laughs> Kevin Peter Hall can wait, but also played the predator. There was uh, cause uh, Paul Anderson was talking about how um, Paul Thomas had... Anderson. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I hate saying his full. Me and him are on a first name basis now. Like, I don't want to be on a full name basis with him. Like, we're Polly. buddies. We go to yeah, yeah, yeah. Polly. Yeah, like yeah. They, I call him P word. He hates it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like P word. Uh, what do you love about this movie? And he was like, Well, I just love that I filmed a Predator movie like an Alien movie. This is something he said. Yeah. No, it isn't. No, uh, that, that's just what I think the but, movie's about. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, that's it's a, that, like, that is. Uh, it, it is. It, it's what they did for sure. But I think um, a problem with all the Predator movies is that consistently they just uh, don't realize that they keep taking away all of his cool shit. You know, or like you know, they, like he has all this right. cool shit, but it's like uh, they make the humans weaker as they go along instead of mm-hmm. like. It should be that like they figure out something, but it doesn't matter because he always has something else. Well, and that's the kind of yeah. that's the Schwarzenegger thing, right? Where yeah. 
the predator kind of realizes, all right, you've done everything you can to be as cool as me. I know that's not possible, so I'll just come down to your level because exactly. you've done your you've done the best you can, and this was pretty cool what you did to try to kill me. But I'm the predator, so <laughs> let me take up all my stuff, and then and then we can fight like you. Unfortunately, um, I am the predator, so yeah, we're gonna have to put something. I understand you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, but there is one level above that. And it happens to be the predator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, I, I, I don't know. I kind of, uh, um, I wish there was more cool predator tech, uh, in this movie. Yeah. Um, the sure. cool, the cool, uh, the, the, the net is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, their guns are surprisingly lame. That, that piece of prop design feels like, they feel like they're they're handling them with their fingertips. They feel like light and like not. Yeah. Well, because a, that a, that is sort of a defining like iconography of Predator is the three light laser. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And sort of the the fact that that's sort of the it it basically if I'm correct about the plot here, the Predator is just here to get his stuff back, right? Uh, no, no. Isn't it just in there the to pyramid the to get those guns? Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, and I to, believe it's those a, guns yeah, were set there for the ritual. They they all went to go oh, get them. Oh, well, I yeah. see. Well, yeah, th- once, those are those are prop guns, guns that, once, that are ugly. I think I think once the guns are taken, the xenomorph queen is unfrozen. Or does that happen before the, the guns xenomorph queen is unfrozen? Like basically when they open the door. Well, well, I think the, yeah. the xenomorph queen is unfrozen when they send that heat beam down, uh, heat beam down in a tunnel from the ship, because that's the okay. heat signature they see. And that tunnel was actually made from the predator ship at the beginning. That wasn't like right. Wayland making it. Yeah, that's why it's at such a weird angle. This is sort of the the problem. A perfect of, thirty degree. This is the problem of like. <laughs> hey, that's a big ass protractor they used. When all of your antagonists can't speak. Yeah, you're sort of tasked with making right. your sort of Super Mario exposition guy have to say everything. Well, <laughs> Super Mario exposition. <laughs> it's a it's a ritual where they become men from boys to men. <laughs> the hieroglyphs here say boys to men. Looks like I'm inferring the, rest. the the alien comes out of his <laughs> chest. It's like wah. <laughs> <laughs> All of the, all of the cultures, Portugal, <laughs> Miami, and my house, and my living room. He just starts naming boroughs in New York. <laughs> Queens. You've got the five. He does just the the thing from um from uh what is it? What's the, the what's the um Gotti? You've got the five boroughs, Queens, Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> the Bronx, Staten Island, and Brooklyn. You close no, those, it... you make a fist. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, like, like basically, I don't know. I my I like their idea of gun control is like, yeah, you can have a gun, you do have to earn it in a pyramid by yeah. hunting big game. Like, I think you should, if you want a gun in America, you should go to pyramid. You should go with through bears. a spooky pyramid. With a spooky pyramid with bears. At least one. And you have a spear. Cast member like the- from train spotting. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh. Damn it, I got the dead baby again. <laughs> <laughs> he was a lot of fun. It, it, he sort of broke that horror movie rule of like, don't show me your kids. Like, I don't want to, like, I want to be fine with you dying eventually. Don't do yeah. the kid thing twice. <laughs> like, he does it like six times, and I'm like, dude, you're going to die. But so that's hard. what it, it was. Keep like... showing people your kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just stop talking about your kids. You might make <laughs> Yeah. If you don't talk about, I don't know. Hey, I don't know what kind of fucking family she has. She's going to live. Yeah. So you 100%. need to fucking. She is shut a up. blank slate of boring, and I am convinced <laughs> she's going to make it. She's the ultimate no, warrior her dad, queen. Her dad did something. What did her dad do? Her dad died uh, hiking with her, drinking champagne on a mountain. Yeah. And do you think that he? I think now. So Lance Hendrickson pos- asks, "Do you think he died thinking of that or the pain?" I think it was probably the pain. <laughs> yeah, I was like probably the pain, Lance. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. No matter your you euphoria, you're gonna, gonna say ow. <laughs> you know he like, got to live a right. cool life he got to be like the richest man in all of time and history and he got stabbed to death by a predator that's cool yeah and he used his <laughs> it's great cool. to know that he was like inhaling like flammable liquid right <laughs> if elon musk goes out that way well no, I, that's the, that's what i was thinking about that pepsi cap in the movie that what, the guy is what wearing decision that, is that that forest that is the forest gump of litter oh that pepsi God. cap got to see so much in this time <laughs> the forest gump of litter baby the, can you imagine a movie where like that pepsi cap is talking to like the tire from rubber about his life <laughs> and, and they're to kill the fucking Terminator. Yes, and, and I think Batman. Batman will be there. Yeah, he was arrested for having for littering that cap. Yeah. He was um, arrested for mercy, <laughs> for being for not being a total piece of shit. Yeah. Um. So it is also a haunted house thing i know you wanted to speak to the pyramid itself like it's changing every 10 minutes it's covered in exposition and it's got these like little rooms that there's obviously the egg room but it's a really well designed like haunted house so the guy who designed uh, who did all the puppetry for the eggs was the guy who did the eggs in the first movie okay uh, in uh, in Alien, uh, he was actually just a friend of like one of the like uh, one of the guys uh, on the set. He said, "Yeah, I'll come back and do it. That sounds like fun." Dude, I would I would argue all the Alien stuff looks, looks so incredible. good. Yeah, like, like the Xenomorphs themselves look great. They're scary when they're it's, when it's not a fully digital like wide shot. Yeah, they look so good. The slow mo uh, face hugger jumping fucking great yeah. well and also uh it's a gift baby first That's time a uh, gift first time you've ever seen the tail chilling in the egg too uh like, oh you know, sure which they, yeah, i think they the reuse shot. that shot like throughout the movie like they clearly got some great timing they're like every time we cut to it cut to that shot or even or even like with the uh with the what's it the the, the thing squirreling around in mario's belly before it Oh, yeah. Oh, and it was like, <laughs> Yeah, and then it, it does burst out, and he just like snaps its little baby xenomorph neck. He snaps his neck, <laughs> and then it seems like he taunts him with his own like neck snap. Yeah, he's too. like, Ugh. Look at you, you look like this. 
Like, Italians never go down without a fight. That guy's not Italian. Oh, that guy's name is the, that guy's name is like Raul. The best, <laughs> the best moment of 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 the the predator trying to communicate is when he explains this is a bomb by just making a boom thing with his hands, <laughs> with and his then weird... she says out of nowhere, like she's been pretty calm, cool, collected, and she goes, "Oh, it's a bomb." I hope it kills every last fucking one of them. <laughs> so, no, hold on, real quick. I just realized he communicates like a mascot. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like a mascot at a game. He'll be like, boy, 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 big, happy, happy, happy. <laughs> he like, like the gun that he puts on his shoulder shoots out t-shirts. The uh, the predator hand did it not kind of look like a starfish? But he'd be like, like because he was pressing oh, buttons sure. like the Grinch, you know, where he was like, no, it looked like it was too big for the guy. Like yeah, he couldn't he was... deal with it. <laughs> like that's the kind of thing where, as a costume designer, you should make special gloves just for the button shots that are just a little tighter. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's a lot. I think there are three times in this movie where someone crouches down over goo and wipes it in their hands to make sure that it's goo. That when they go, <laughs> yeah, they, they do the. Uh, the when, Which is that feels like another one of those things that like he loves somebody learning that there's goo in an al- in like one of the alien right. movies and wants to like do that. Oh, the acid is like. It's like, oh, we're gonna do that shot over and over again. You well, know what I mean? That's like, the sort of thing of like every alien movie needs to sort of reteach you certain things. And this movie really blows through a lot of that, where they're like, you know how the face huggers work, you know how the chest, but we need to show these characters learning that in order for any of this to work. Well, because you have to know why they're afraid, you know? Right, and, but but at a, but at Alien 5, those scenes can become boring. No, 100%. You know, and same, it's, it, it, like, cross that thing with Covenant, where... Billy Crudup finds the egg in Alien Covenant, and I'm like, I I know what the next four Billy Crudup scenes are going to be, and I just need us to hustle through this because I'm way too ahead of this movie than the characters are now. Uh, Alien Covenant was a waste of my time. I don't know, man. Danny McBride doing pretty good. Uh, I think um, a waste of Catherine Waterston. Uh... Well, everything has been. Yeah, true. Every non-inherent vice movie has been a waste of Catherine Watterson. Moto Panikeku! Oh, so beautiful. That is when my dad said, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we got about, a, we got a fat two hours in, and he was like, this is just going to be this for the rest. And I'm like, yep. And he goes, so then I'm good. I, I, uh... <laughs> When I uh, when I lived in Korea, my dad that's how he would talk at restaurants. So, uh, he would just be like, "More? More?" <laughs> right, yeah, no. That's the whole joke there is that's that's just dad. So it's just like it's so beautiful and uh just love it. That movie's perfect. Not the movie we're talking about, but still. No. So this has another thing that and we can get into all of the other a lot of versus movies end yeah. up going through some sort of a development hell because it's typically a rights issue. Um, 
and these guys are lucky that Fox made both. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they um, really lucked into that. They just had to get somebody on board enough to give a shit. Yeah. And I'm sure there were individual people with certain control and power that couldn't, you know, because I think uh, Arnold was was potentially going to be in this. And he, he seems uh, like the kind of actor that kind of gets a percent of properties before he leaves something. He offered to be in it if he didn't win the election. Right. Governor. And then he what a then weird he like oh he was just guaranteeing he had a cool 2004. He's like <laughs> he's really hedging he his bet. Imagine the movie that had him back, though. Right. Well, it probably would have been better. I mean, he's the kind of guy that's well, made for I mean, a movie like this that needs so, someone. So the, three-way alien, Arnold, and Predator fight? Oof. I mean, I that's mean, the, would, that's the would Terminator we want, you know? Does, right does he die at the end of Predator, Arnold no. Schwarzenegger? No. Okay, well, so wouldn't, wouldn't the ultimate movie be... Uh, Ridley like Arnold Schwarzenegger's character for Predator <laughs> and a Predator <laughs> like if, and all and going really through like, the uh, all going through their own temple run yeah dude no dude bring the bring the protagonists from the two movies <laughs> I see so it's it's Alien and Predator versus whatever Ripley and Dutch yeah yeah, yeah. Versus nah. Judge <laughs> versus Judge Dread and Static yeah. Shock <laughs> versus the other Judge Dread. Um, but I Stallone think alone Judge Dread. Yeah, this is a pretty great versus movie. It's not a great. It's not a fantastic movie, but like in terms of the promise of the poster, it really yeah. like owns up to it you get everything you think you can get out of these two characters fist fighting or yeah. tactically fighting or like two on three or whatever it's it it especially the first fight where they're predators like swinging him around by his leg yeah. <laughs> into walls Dude, and stuff i am at that point in the movie i was like okay i want another hour of this movie it sure and, and when she when she gets handed the fucking shield and the spear i'm like i want two more hours of this movie from this point. well it's like a perfect dungeons and dragons one shot after that you know where it's like sure. uh where like you guys right, had, right like the whole table started and you all slowly get picked off so there's like one last person that's with the like predator you know nobody finds out they don't find out each other's mother's names. Like yeah. it just keeps going. Like, yeah, I mean like there's uh, the, like, they're all, cause it's just one predator. It yeah. turns into, he just becomes another survivor in an alien movie. Yeah. Then there's alien versus predator versus Kramer. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying well, to no, get, but I, yeah. will, I will say the, the, the plot <laughs> device of like, if all of the aliens, if the aliens get, or like if the predators all get fucked, the planet just gets nuked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we can't have aliens just walking right, around willy right. nilly. Yeah. So I do like that inherent, like there's a reason to give a shit if the predator dies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The predator doesn't, isn't aware of those stakes. Really couldn't give a yeah. shit if the predator kind of just wants to leave. 
he just kind of wants to win and become a man and go back victorious yeah, th- with his well, blood mark. Yeah, this is like his right. like driver's test, you know, where he's like, I have my learner's permit and you know, like, I want to get my full stabbing. My parents can't yeah, find out I fucked this up. Like, yeah, we it's have the 300 to... thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. There's the only way back is as a badass. So right. do you want to come with me? And that's why when he wins, he's like, fuck, yeah, dude, I made it out. I showed her my cool face with all my sexy fangs. She's my girlfriend now. I branded her like we're in a cult. Now, there, <laughs> and you walk – and I think that you get – I do think you get something similar with Freddy versus Jason in that I think they get out of that what they can get out of that. I love that But movie. in terms of something like Batman versus Superman um, – or Ford versus Ferrari, you feel like there could be more, <laughs> they could be doing more fights. <laughs> I had that. I had, I thought I had that in the back pocket. Alien versus Predator versus Ferrari. Yes. They arrest Ferrari, the, the Ferrari. And they worship Ford as a god. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch versus Alien versus Predator. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great movie. I think it it benefits from being made pre, you know, Iron Man. And and it doesn't, it doesn't, I think some nice (laughs) things happened because it was made before Um, (laughs) COVID-19. That made production a lot smoother. Um, (laughs) Is that. Didn't have to halt for that. They never had to this movie doesn't seem to care about setting up 40 more years of movies it's like what if we did this one time and also because it's aware that it this isn't now i remember when it came out wondering is this now what we're doing are we done making alien and predator movies are we just now gonna make alien versus predator movies but obviously we've gone back we've made there's been two of each since this movie. Yeah, I uh, I read uh, something about how this like killed the Alien franchise, but revived the Predator franchise somehow. Or no, opposite. I mean, I would say both franchises both benefited uh, for sure. Persisted, I think, despite this. I I don't know if because this is also a PG thirteen no, movie, which well, is I, really weird. They all uh, in the uh, commentary they said they were surprised it's PG thirteen, but they said it's because most of the blood is like alien blood, so they didn't give a shit. Sure, at the same time, you are used to Predator, especially, is a bit of a gore fest movie. I think Aliens versus Predator, like Requiem, is like a reason that that, like a a lot of these movies stopped for sure. Versus like if AV because AVP one is like good and like generally considered all right if like you take a movie for what it's worth but avp2 was like kind of a nail in the coffin it came out three years later and just nobody gave it gave a shit it had like what one of the dudes from uh like rescue me was the star it had a weird cast and it was made by these people called the brothers strauss Oh yeah! Who made sound like con men, don't they? <laughs> They're music yeah. video directors who did a lot of Usher and Flyleaf. Hey, music Kyle, videos. they made your favorite movie. Yeah. They made your favorite movie of all time, Kyle. Skyline. Skyline. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate Skyline. Well, now hold on. 
What about 2017's Beyond Skyline? Or I keep telling this you that year's Skylines? No. There is a movie apparently either out or coming out this year called Skylines. God, COVID couldn't kill Skylines. And you know how they pitched Skylines. They <laughs> into the room. <laughs> and they painted Skylines with a dollar sign. So they, well, though, what they did was they painted Skylines being attacked by aliens in a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> it took uh-huh. them a while to paint it, but they did paint it. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> Beyond Skyline trying. made no money, so I bet Skylines will make... Beyond Skyline made $992,000 on a $20 million <laughs> budget. And, and Skylines made a granola made a bar. One. Yeah. Dude. Uh, they made back most of their craft services, and somehow Skyline they are making... Skyline is so bad. I, apparently Skylines is real, and it's from the directors of Aliens vs. Predator uh, Re- 2. Yeah, the uh, that was their first movie they ever directed. God, it's Man. so bad. It is a terrible film uh, that I saw under terrible circumstances. Sure. Um, and I was in a terrible place in my life when I saw it, and it really just reflected all of that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and and yeah, Skyline is just the is maybe. I I didn't even know that I had ever vocalized to Richard how much I fucking hate Skyline, <laughs> but like I, I can like I can like gleam a. A, a a a shred of enjoyment out of like uh now you see me right Hold like there's something i can hey, 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 about hey, now you it, see me save it for the there's patreon nothing hell. good mold the hey, fort skylines Sky. is titled with the the e is a 3 <laughs> guys never mind i beg <laughs> to save our world she must invade theirs so Whoa. So Sony Pictures sued these brothers over the movie Skyline uh, <laughs> because it was for it being so fucking bad. If you could sue people, good, you could yeah. be fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, because uh, they had actually, because uh, these brothers, like how they make most of their money is they direct like visual effects yeah. sequences. Visual effects fellas. Yeah, they uh, like they did some Avatar stuff as well. Um, apparently they did a bunch of stuff for battle Los Angeles and then stole it and used it in skyline. Whoa. Like you, they used the budget for battle Los Angeles to make this under the guise of making stuff for battle Los Angeles. Yeah. Have you seen battle Los Angeles? I saw battle Los Angeles Me too. as a bonding trip for my swim team in high school. I, <laughs> I uh, did bought you, it. Did you on guys Blu-ray come together like after? You got the, you have the come... Blu-ray of of Battle Los Angeles. I did, and then I fell asleep on it three different times, and I was like, you know what, Tazia with this, and I took it to yeah, Zia, to Zia, and they said we have too many copies of this. We can't take this. I worked at <laughs> Zia, and there are a lot of those movies. <laughs> and I said, yeah. okay. And I still have it, I think. And no. the uh, if you put the Blu-ray of Battle Los Angeles into a PlayStation 3, it will play a demo of the video game. Man, early Blu-rays where they were like, we got so much space on these things. Five gigs, what are we going to do? Oh, man. I, so a little thing on that to that point with Zia is that 
there were a lot of movies that we had so many of, and records that were that were so worthless but they are the popular records so people would show up and go i have this elton john record it's everyone's favorite elton john record and we'd go, well, we'll give you four cents for it. And they go, why? I go, because it's an Elton John record. They made a lot of them. They, they're, <laughs> this isn't special. There's like, and it's the same thing with something like, it's the sort of opposite with movies, it seems, where a movie didn't make money. So they're like, we need to make it back in home movies. So let's make a lot of Battle Los Angeles. Let's make a lot of like, carlito's way like let's try to make a couple more bucks here but the problem is everyone is like you they sleep on it and they try to get rid of it and these things just live in goodwills that's my thing is like uh i have this uh like i'll give any movie a shot literally anything but if i fall asleep on it three different times trying to watch it i'm not going to try to watch it again sure you know it's like i think at that point you just haven't captivated me enough to watch it well, apparently they art directed the Californication video, and that's kind of cool. That music video is not very good, though. Well, I mean, we're almost done with the show at this point, right? We can be done here. What <laughs> <laughs> are you yeah, talking about? At, at one point, they're not in a video game, and then there's some shots where it looks like they're in a video game. That's cool. Yeah, that is that's cool. like right. California. Okay, you got me so, there. Hardcore, softcore, you got me there. So they made Alien vs. Predator Requiem, which it, it does own up to this this sort of layup in this one, which is that there's a hybrid that comes out of our boy at the end. The Predatalian. The or the is it the Predatalian or the Predalien? I've seen it spelled both ways. Alior. I'm seeing Predalien. Predalien. Now, the th- my th- I remember seeing this in a this movie in a theater, and it, and I remember I was very excited. My dad and I were very excited to see like this thing, like a predator alien hybrid. And it seems like they forgot to make it because yeah. when you watch the movie, it only appears in dead black darkness. That movie to is where extremely dark. towards the end of the movie. The all the lights turn out in like the hospital wherever they are, and my dad leans over and goes, "I think the Predalien's about to come out because <laughs> all of the lights had turned off." <laughs> but that was like the only selling point. So, um, Predalien. when when it's kind of cool, it just kind of looks like a alien with dreads with the so. and the jowls. So, yeah. uh. When eight when the first AVP came out, I, I was in like uh, middle school, and there was like this kid. And uh, we had seen the movie, and I was like, hey, how cool do you think that Predalien was? And he was like, what are you talking about? That was a regular alien at the end. And he argued with me for an hour, saying that that wasn't a Predalien. And then he gets to be half right when Alien Requiem comes out, because they forgot to do it. Right. Yeah, (laughs) even the sequel is like, I don't think we did that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and that was sort of the selling point of the sequel, right? was like, we're actually going to do it R-rated, and there's going to be this thing. But like, I don't think there's any. I don't think the people in that movie know that they are in that movie. Well, I don't they, think anyone will ever they, talk about that movie after this conversation. 
the uh that movie was like hey why don't we take all the worst parts of like the lost world jurassic park and make that alien versus predator right because it's like all about ooh the predalians in this like suburban <laughs> neighborhood where this dude just came back also <laughs> the word predalian sucks so it much does. yeah we keep saying it and it's not scary it actually makes them sound cuter than they are just call it like it's like a the hybrid predalian sounds like a like like at least a reptilian you know? Pre- Predalian sounds like a flower. It sounds yeah. like a Predalian. Or an old language. <laughs> sounds like a Kardashian neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're having dinner at the Predalians tomorrow evening. <laughs> um, you know how they love to eat with their second tiny jolly mouth. <laughs> they, they, they just eat like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen a Predalian eat porridge? It's disgusting. Ugh, you can't you can't take a Predalian to a Panera bread. They order a broccoli cheddar bread bowl and it's a fucking be- bloodbath. So Hey, what's the funniest the- thing you could ever watch an alien eat though? Because I'm thinking it's Boba. <laughs> <laughs> Dunking into the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's an argument to be made for Jello because of how the alien would approach the Jello. Sure. <laughs> oh man. Or a hot dog where the the tongue eats the hot dog and the big mouth eats the bun. <laughs> God, I just imagine like an alien figuring out a hard boiled egg. <laughs> I feel like the, the alien. Like, nothing pops out of this. <laughs> <laughs> just like trying to shell it with a little mouth. Uh, um, so, I guess another question to the development of this movie is, like, what do you? Th- I think it was pretty clear what got Bill and Ted made, where there was finally like enough nostalgia buttons to hit, and. Keanu coming back as this sort of cultural figure, but I don't know if anything necessarily happened in 2004. I think or, it was just you know, Freddy versus Jason being like at least viable enough that like Paul W.S. Sure. Anderson goes, I've been telling you guys I want to do this. You know, hmm. like he'd been, he said he'd been trying to get it like off the ground for a while. And that was when he said he commissioned a painting of like that, uh, that image that you see mm-hmm. like when, uh, when they do that info dump. And that he actually sent that image to Lance Henriksen to get him on board with the movie. Huh. And that's another weird case where Lance Henriksen is the star that really gets the ball rolling. Like, that's the last time that, first and last time that's ever happened with him. They had to be like, it was probably just like a conversation in the elevator afterwards. Like, hey, if you're just like a real big, like alien nerd, I'm going to put a lot of weird little breadcrumbs about the all of it in there. Like even the Morse code is all like messages from the first movie and stuff too. Like every That's like, cool. uh, like uh, instead of making it an alien movie, he just made it a predator movie with hell alien Easter eggs. Which I guess is sort of the way to do this, right? I mean, is there... He talks about so much love and care he put into this movie, but sometimes I just don't see it in the movie. Right, and it does it, it it I think it's pretty clear that he likes he's way more interested in the predator than 
Alien. Hey guys, how many Alien versus Predator board games sound like porn parodies of Alien versus Predator? Oh, because Alien versus Predator Unleashed, The Hunt Begins, and Hot Landing Zone all sound like porn parodies no, to this there is, guy. There is an AV comic just called Alien versus Predator Booty. <laughs> There was also a theme park attraction uh, oh, this... in in 2014. Ten years, Whoa. seven years after this movie came out. Okay, so they they made a haunted maze for Halloween Horror Nights based on the on the if, um on the pyramid. If on Wikipedia, to go to the, under it, other media, it says <laughs> under other media on Wikipedia it says sequel. Or pinball. <laughs> and there is more information about pinball than the sequel. Also, why... It why features was... an original storyline that focuses on a predator's journey to become a seasoned warrior and alien hunter. Well, you see, it's probably just because the people who uh, like did the set design on this movie were just big like pinball nerds. And were like, all right, we can make something cool. Um, but also, sure. back to the dumb name Predalien, if the alien is called a xenomorph, why isn't it called a predomorph? Whoa. <laughs> Time machine, bro. Time machine, bro. Yeah, it is kind of lame to call them aliens when, like, by that logic, they're both aliens. I know, and they <laughs> never, they call them serpents in this movie. Yeah, which that's interesting. I know you only saw them real quick, but say a different word. Serpents. The serpents and the humanoids. They're more buggy to me than they are reptilian. There are. That's what they call them in Aliens. They go. Yeah, yeah. They're like go bug hunt. Yeah. There was always like a pitch for like a really good like Alien versus Predator like video game to come out that never. And there was one. Yeah, and it wasn't good. There was one in like 2010. Yeah. Well, well, actually, there's there was one for the Atari Jaguar. Yeah, in 1994, uh, and you could play it. So that I mean that predates so much. That's in '94. Well, '89, yeah, an '89 uh, was the first comic book. So that's ten years before the movie, and you could play as a marine, uh, a predator, or an alien. Wow. Which is pretty neat. Well, oh, yeah, that's the uh, point I wanted there was, to... Uh... There was one that was in 1999, Alien versus Predator for the PC. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a second one of those and an expansion pack. So that was like it's popular, a game right? that people liked. I that was well, in 2001 to 2003. I so was never... that might have been what helped get this pushed along in, in all actuality was like, they could prove that there was an audience for this yeah. as a comic book and as a video game. Most of these movies take a few things hitting. The, and I think Freddy vs. Jason going, hey, we have one and it's already a a media a multimedia franchise. And I'm technically right now, as Paul W.S. Anderson, was the only guy who could do that at that point. Well, he proved <laughs> with like... He was the only guy that knew how to adapt, dope, you know? It was like weird that there was a time when the guy, the go-to guys for this kind of thing, were Brian Singer and Paul W. S. Anderson. <laughs> that those are the and Sam Raimi. That those are the only people who could like 
adapt things more that things that are going to be held to a high standard by nerds. Well, aren't all of those dudes just sort of like products of Peter Jackson making Lord of the Rings? Because like they were like he's a kitschy horror guy and he adapted something epic. Like what if we try to do that with these guys? Sure. You know, like that's interesting uh, because you know the Frighteners is one of the dumbest ghost movies I've ever seen, but I love every minute of it. It has simultaneously the funniest ghost stuff and the scariest shit I've ever seen. It's it's a weird movie. You guys ever seen it? It's no. Like, is no. this? I've seen the cover. Is this like the the face it, coming it, through the wall or something? Michael J. Fox can see ghosts, and he helps figure out this horrific like mass murder that happened. And he like has like, and it's like half of it is a buddy comedy with these three ghost friends he made. And then the other half is just like a horrific murder story. Jesus. With like Jake Busey. Did that have, did that go through development hell? Cause I want to watch that. Uh, I, it did not. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so but, so uh, the pinball, the pinball game that has an original story also, uh, features Ripley. Uh, no. <laughs> so also, I didn't realize they were both in Mortal Kombat X. Yeah, uh, that, it, Mortal Kombat. 10. He looks very ugly in Mortal Kombat Ten for sure. Um, <laughs> so, uh, when as I, opposed to the times, he looks yeah. really handsome. No, no, it's a, he's like a weird, like chunky fighter body that doesn't work with the rest of the alien head, and I think it just looks uncomfortable. <laughs> That was the original uh, name of it, is Chunky Fighter. Chunky Fighter. Um, so when I lived in Korea, that's uh, when I saw this movie. And uh, like me and my friends, we played a lot of StarCraft at the time. And like mm-hmm. a lot of my friends just dismissed this as just like a ripoff of the story of StarCraft. And uh, when I, I questioned a dude on why, he goes, look at the Predators and how they're basically a Protoss. Like they're shaped and they look like the Protoss aliens. And then the Terran, which are the humans, which, you know, have like guns and flamethrowers and stuff versus the Zerg, which look 100% like the aliens. And it's just all like, what if you made a shitty version of a StarCraft movie? But I was like, yeah, but the StarCraft story sucks. I'm not familiar with StarCraft. StarCraft is like a three-way like epic war between these three like cultures. And then there's like this woman who's like the Zerg queen. And it's about like they end up having to fight like a a very xenomorph-esque looking like uh, species. Huh. I mean, it was made long after. Yeah, it was made way after. (laughs) And that was my thing. Like these dudes were like, no, it was made way after. But I, I can see how the imagery is there. But it also gave the idea that maybe that would be viable. So it's like, I think uh, something that would probably have worked is if the Warcraft movie was good, we could have gotten a Starcraft movie based off of, hey, AVP kind of worked, Warcraft kind of worked. You could make that go, you know? But Hmm. it was like, those are the sort of things like you were saying, like when things have to sort of work to make it happen. Like Starcraft 2 didn't take off the way everyone wanted it to. And like... Uh, versus like and if also avp2 was good and warcraft was good that movie would have been made like that's a decision that well, would have happened and do you think that there was a better time for this movie to have finally happened whether it was maybe right after right after predator or right after aliens when they were they had not been muddied up by better like lesser sequels or maybe even now where they 
have maybe a more of a budget to do bigger scale because we've now seen from predator from the new the from the sequel since this we've seen what modern cgi can do and it can work for these characters so do you think like 2004 was the right time for this I think it was for the sense of doing like an animatronic and like uh, for what it was, that movie could only be good because it came out in 2004. If that movie exactly the way it was, was made and came out yesterday, it would have been a Netflix original that ended up in the shadow realm. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, there's just a, it, it was that time frame where it was like bad movies were good because the standard was different. You know, and uh, that movie was sort of there at the apex of when all movies had to explain the science behind everything. You know, uh, like that point where that it also was it also was lucky to be at the end of like practical effects being a bigger part of this size of movie. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like things went really hardcore digital, like within the next two or three years. Um, And a lot of the effects and a lot of the effects that we don't like in this movie are digital. And if this movie was made in 2007, I feel like a lot more of that would have been oh, it was more bad CGI that they have to like hide and make shaky cam and every you know what I mean. It would have been more well, and I think probably would have been more Cloverfieldy, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do <laughs> think that um, like these movies benefit from like that realistic look a hundred percent. Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson said that, like, they had CGI aliens, and he said, none of them look great, but once we got that dude in the suit to, like, walk around and be the alien, it worked. Oh, it's great. Yeah, and he was like, it, it was like, that's what you need every time. So I think those movies could be made yeah. now, but it would take the level of, like, uh, what they did to make Rogue One or how they make The Mandalorian. You have to get that sort of space grittiness to it, because there's something about the first alien that has that sort of like Mandalorian-esque like dirt on it. At all sure. Time. Yeah, and totally, totally. if you do that to sort of uh, like make it, it could work. But otherwise, the CGI will look hokey. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's a great point. I definitely think it came out at the right time. Um, that's sort of two in a row for the show about uh, these movies that like clearly those were the moments. Yeah, and uh, I think sometimes I, movies go through a development hell and, and wind up coming too late most of the time, and then sometimes even too early. There's a lot. Yeah, in fact, I want to spring one on you that I think came out a little bit too late, actually. Hell yeah. Uh, and it's my dad's uh, favorite superhero movie. Uh, I showed him the ending of uh, Endgame. And he was like, but have you seen Deadpool again? Uh, my dad loves Deadpool. Let's see Deadpool next week. Yeah, I love that. Deadpool. And that, that one's got kind of a fun story about how it got across the finish line. And I'm excited to, to dive into it a little bit more from what just what I know. And uh, I think that'll be a really fun episode. So um, next week, Deadpool, is it, do you guys have any closing thoughts? Anything you want to you want to tie up this discussion of Alien versus Predator. I'll, I'll go first. I, I just thought uh, such a fun movie. I went in with super low expectations uh, and was delighted um, so many times by this movie just like having fun with itself. I don't know. I I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I didn't I didn't expect the world out of it. Um, I didn't expect it to live up to an alien movie, and I don't really think it did. But <laughs> that's okay. It's its own. It's its own. It's its own thing, and it's fun uh, being its own thing. 
Um, and if you look at Alien versus Predator as a third independent franchise, I think this movie is a fun, uh, fun, hey, fun, fun. What's better, this one uh, or Ballistic X versus Sever? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know. Look it you up. can't just say you, you just said a bunch of words. It's so not like, there's this movie with Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu called Ballistic Colon X versus Sever. Is this nope. just something you're upset didn't come up organically and you're like, <laughs> I have a couple thoughts. Yeah, I mean like if you wanna like if you wanna cut this do, uh but uh put it behind the paywall. It's <laughs> good shit. <laughs> I'm not cutting anything if there's no paywall. <laughs> then owe me five dollars and I'll call you and tell you my views on ballistic X versus. Make this quick little tangent a Patreon exclusive. Yeah. I, um. So, uh, I think uh, AVP uh, uh, does like like we said earlier work as one of the better like versus movies and how um, that uh, I think sort of Batman v Superman buried that concept of versus movies into the ground. Uh, like so much so that Civil War had to not brand itself as much as that, as sort of just make it Civil War because Civil War is Civil War, you know. Um, but this movie's this movie fucks, and I always thought it has. I've been a stand for it for a long time. Uh, like I bought this movie with birthday money and uh, watched it a bunch <laughs> when I was. I've seen every special feature. Like uh, this, uh, I am a product of this movie for sure. Yeah, I think I'm on. I think we're all on the same page again on this. Is that it's, it's such a great snapshot of when a movie like this didn't have to be anything beyond its own runtime. Yeah, where it it was literally just what if these two guys? It was it was exactly the conversation we all had in like school, like mm-hmm. what if this guy fought this guy? Well, he would have this. Yeah, but what if there were two of them? It's actually that conversation on screen without but we have to respect the politics of how you know we need sequels and we need to make sure it's a great look at when a movie like this was didn't have to be embarrassed by being so um small and yeah and like uh you know singular and i love that and i wish that i wish that more movies were were willing to do that because that's one of the things I like about it is they kind of just like zero in on here's a here's a cool ritual that they do. You know, what sure, I mean? yeah. these characters are just like tied up in this ritual. These these, uh, you know, teenage boys, these nice yeah. young men are trying to. Yeah, that's, the predators are just sort of this weird, like, you know, Rasta looking Mandalorians, you know. the dreads have always been such a great like yeah the predators have dreads yeah <laughs> they're dreaders <laughs> because it blends in with vines right i don't know what don't know. what is your other alternate bef- i think to, to sign off richard what was the alternate hybrid name you thought of oh uh the predomorph and with that, <laughs> um, we'll see you later, demons. Bro, so much <laughs> like drift race movie. In here with the gang, every time we link a movie, money toss, stack influence, put